up, dotties? Hey, everybody. It's Kelsey and Melissa with Stable But Not Podcast. All right, episode two. Are we ready to dive in? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I all want to give a quick shout out because when you guys are hearing this, tomorrow will be my anniversary. So shout out to me and Joey. Six years, best man on earth. All right, let's go ahead and do just a little check-in. We're going to check in with our mental health, our emotional health. We're going to have some <laughs> We're going to have some deeper combos today. So Melissa, I'm going to let you take it off. Where are you at mentally today? Oh, this week's been rough. This 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 week was a rough week. I don't know what it was, but it was just it was rough. It I the I <laughs> I don't know, like, it was just, it was just, I was in a funk all week, mm-hmm. probably for, like, two weeks now, and I, I don't know what it is, but yeah. not a good week. No, not I, well. <laughs> I, very unstable this week. <laughs> I relate to that. I, first of all, I mentally have been in a state for a little while. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a funk, um, for sure, and it's, we were just talking about it the other day, it's like a situational depression. I'm not medicated because I don't need to be medicated because I'm not, quote, depressed. Um, But just unhappy in in a life situation currently. You guys might hear some ice (laughs) and moving around. This is our mimosas. We do apologize in advance. Um, Yeah, no, mentally, we're definitely on the but not side of stable um, currently. But, you know, we're... We, we work on it. We talk about it. You know, some of us go to therapy. Other of us don't Woo-hoo! have insurance to go to therapy. Shout out to my therapist. Um, but, yeah, so definitely definitely having a harder time. But, you know, we're going to cope with um, our sadistic humor. So there we go with that. And poinsettias. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't want us to sound like alcoholics coping with alcohol. But, you know. Sometimes. We, we all know I am. <laughs> or one one in the making. I'm not going to claim it yet. I'm one in the <laughs> making. Don't worry. She has loving support that cares for her and makes sure she's not. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have an intervention at some point <laughs> in my life. So from either my parents, hi, mom and dad, or because they both listen. Um, yeah, yeah, Tammy did. Hi, mom and dad, or Joe or Kelsey. It'll probably be Kelsey before it's Joe. It'll be me being, hey, look, um, my family is alcoholics. We need to have a talk with Melissa. <laughs> so what, growing up, what did you envision your life being like? Like what, what did you see your 26-year-old life being? Um, yeah, not, this is not where I <laughs> envisioned myself at 26. Um, I definitely thought that I would have been married and have kids by now. I always thought that I would have at least one kid by the time that I was 30, um, preferably two, because I want two kids. However, um, now it is looking like I'm not even going to be married by 30, (laughs) considering I turned 27 this year. Um, But, you know, whatever. It's, I believe that there's a plan and there's What's, what's meant to come, what's meant to happen will happen, and I've learned to have that mentality because I am not where I thought I would be, where I wanted to be, um, but I also never really thought more into, like, where I would live or what my job would be. I've always been a very family-oriented person, and so envisioning my life has always been around 
um, my husband and the family that I would have. So, I mean, I'm, I'm super happy where I work currently. Um, living situation could be better. <laughs> but that's also something that I've set goals for now and am striving to get to. So, no, it's not where I envisioned myself, but I have a plan to get there. So, you know, overall, it's all right. What about you? I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> I never once thought about my family or um, what, um, I don't know. I was always, like, I never really thought about my future, if that even makes sense. Like, it was always just going to be what it was. Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to create a beautiful life for myself, and I mm -hmm. knew I was always going to do whatever I thought was going to make me the most happiest. But I, I don't, I was not, I was not the child that dreamed about being a mom. Never have been, mm -hmm. never, probably never will be. I still don't. Mm -hmm. I'm 26 years old and I don't think about what my life is going to be like once I have kids. It'll mm -hmm. just be like one of those things, uh, I have a kid. And, <laughs> but I'm also like one of those people that my existence will never be defined by me by being a mom. Like mm -hmm. it'll be a huge part of my life. Please uh -huh. don't, like, I, I hope people don't misunderstand that, but I will, I will not be defined because I am a mom uh -huh. and I don't, I'm not going to drown myself in just being a mom. So that was never really what I thought about. And I just, I, I like I said, I always knew that I was going to have this beautiful life that I always wanted. I just never really thought about it in depth. Yeah, no. And I, I can attest to that for you. Um, I was always the family one and, and knew that I wanted kids and, and things like that. And that's one thing I can say about Melissa as a person is she's just always been really sure in herself and who she is. So her future, and not like in a selfish way, but has never been defined by anyone other than herself. And so that's been really like awesome to learn from, honestly, yeah. especially now as adults where I'm not where I wanted to be. Seeing you be yourself and just constantly be yourself regardless of the situation has been a, a beautiful learning thing for mm -hmm. me. Yeah, that's for sure. I And it's, because don't get me wrong, there's days where I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not um, confident in myself. Or mm -hmm. I, I, We all have bad self-esteem days. Mm -hmm. But since the beginning, I've always knew what I wanted mm -hmm. for my life. And I've, it, it's never wavered. It's never changed. And I just constantly worked my ass off to just do whatever I wanted to do or yeah. be whoever I wanted to be. Yeah. And being so unapologetically myself oh, yeah. has been the best thing that I've done for myself in the last two years alone mm -hmm. um, because I did lose myself for a while. Mm -hmm. So if you know me personally, I will say that it comes across as like me being conceited. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I am because like I am confident <laughs> in myself, but I was so lost for yeah. so long and I hated myself yeah. for so long yeah. when I was 23 to like 25. The years that we weren't friends. Okay. <laughs> so I just, I just didn't. I didn't, I was unsure of myself at that point mm -hmm. and I needed, to, I feel like I needed to lose myself to find myself yeah. again. Yeah. And if it does come across as conceited, that's fine. Like yeah. I, I, I'm me. I am, I am who I am because I know what it's like to hate yourself yeah. and I'm yeah. not going to put myself back there. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that definitely will be a topic that we talk about another day because we are both, um, really big on, on loving yourself, loving each other as women and just people in general. Um, so we'll definitely touch on that another day. But it is one of those things that, as in any situation, until you hit your bottom, until you have gone through it and came back out, you just don't know how to navigate. You don't know how um, how that feels until you've done it. So 
So we'll leave it on that. Um, so speaking of which, because this really relates to, to that topic for me, what advice would you give your 17-year-old year old self now as 26-year-old you? So almost 10 years in the future. <gasps> yeah, we're turning the big 2-7. You're going to turn 27 before I do, I you turned, old woman. I turned 27 in less than two months. You old hag. <laughs> so um, what I would tell my 17-year-old self is things are going to get dark. Grandpa's going to die, and you're going to struggle. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. And you're going to feel really, really lost and angry and, and all these emotions, but I, I will stop holding on to them as long as I did because I held on to it for years. Me and my grandfather were so close, and losing him, it's, it's, it's tough. And that was the first big death that I experienced. Um, you, you weren't around for it, like, right. Yeah. But, but like you, I know, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's, it was, it was tough, but I would tell myself like, you're, you're going to struggle. It's going to get hard, but like, yeah. don't hold on to it. Don't, don't keep it in. Don't be so uptight. <laughs> I was very uptight. <laughs> and if you know me now, it doesn't seem like I was. We have role reversed in that. Yeah. We have completely role reversed yeah. in that because I am 100% the more, and I'm not uptight, mm -hmm. but I am more uptight than you are oh, now. Yeah. And that was not, if you knew us in high school, that was not at all how no. it went. And like now, like I, like I just said, if you know me now, people are not going to believe <laughs> no. that. Like if you only met me like a couple years ago to now, but I was so uptight, especially when Joe and I first got married. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, why did this man divorce me about how uptight I was? Like, I was awful. But, and I don't know if that, that, uh, has birth control blamed. <laughs> um, I will say I will cherish Joe more. Um, I, even though that's not you at 17, but I appreciate the, uh, I would tell my 17 Oh, like that, self, he's coming. Yes, okay. he's coming. And when you have him, cherish him more. Got it. Because I, w I was watching This Is Us yesterday. Mm -hmm. And um, Jack, if you watch it, you know. But <laughs> Jack did something that's so Joe. Uh -huh. She she got a haircut that she hated. Aww. And he had, like, a full-on beard. And all of a sudden, he came in and he shaved, like, all of it off but mm. his goatee. And he was like, well, if you're going to do something spontaneous, I'm going to do something spontaneous. And that is Joe. That like, is as Joe. soon as I saw it, it, it like, melted my heart because yeah. I was like, that is literally what Joe would do for me. Yeah. So I would just tell myself, like, you have a great man. You need to just cherish him more and, yeah. and just be thankful for that man. Yeah. And last thing I will say, it's okay to ask for help. Yes. It's, yeah. you need, like, because I'm going back to the, it's going to get dark. Things mm -hmm. are going to get hard. And I'm a very, I don't talk about my feelings person because if I don't talk about them, they don't exist. Mm -hmm. I avoid <laughs> So I just keep pushing them down, pushing them down, and I take on other people's problems mm -hmm. instead of my own because I'd rather deal with other people's problems and help them through it than deal with mine. But I, I would tell myself, because, again, that's something I had to learn. Yeah. I, it's okay to say that I'm not okay. It's yeah. okay to say that I'm struggling. It's so cliche, but it's so true. Yeah. It's okay to admit that you're you're not okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love all of those. Those are very relevant uh, advice to give a younger self. Um, Especially at 17. Yeah, 17's so formative. Yeah. You feel like you're so grown at 17, and you're not. <laughs> Newsflash, you don't know shit. 
No, literally. Like, you, it's, it's such an odd age because, like, you're graduating high school. Like, some are still 17. We were when we graduated high school, and you're expected to go to college and do this or expected to pick a trade, and there's just so much pressure at 17, and you're literally still a teenager, and it's hard. 17's a hard time. Um, for me, I there are a lot of things I'd love to tell my 17-year-old self, but I think my main one being to focus on yourself and love yourself. I did not realize until very, very recently, I, I did not love myself when I was younger. Um, and you wouldn't have guessed that. I was a really confident girl, and, like, I would never give off that vibe. But looking back at my actions, I realized, like, I put a lot of my value in what, in what other people thought of me. Like, not just boys, like, girls – Teachers, yeah, bosses. I will say that. Yeah, yeah, I put a lot, a lot of my value in what other people thought of me. And I really wish I hadn't, um, only because I would sell, save myself a lot of heartbreak. I, I don't necessarily would uh, redo anything. I mean, obviously, I know if I'd had that wherewithal that I have now at that age, I wouldn't have dated certain people, been friends with certain people, things like that. But I just would have saved myself a lot of heartache that I did not have to go through because I would have had more um, knowledge of this isn't good for me. Um, So that's one big thing. Um, Another, and like I still have to tell myself this all the time, this is so temporary. Mm. Like life's... Mm. Life is a temporary thing in general. We're here for X amount of years. So what you're going through right now seems really big. Oh, yeah. But in the scheme of it, it's not. And I'm not not belittling anything because there are major life things that are big and will follow you, like death, you know, like. Or, like, if you get pregnant in high school. But, like. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, things happen that obviously aren't temporary. But what you think is the love of your life at 16 and 17. What Break you, up with him, sis. Break <laughs> up with him. What you think is, um, you know, like the best job on earth or, or just whatever. Like, it's such a small blip <laughs> in your life that even though it seems like it is your life, it's not. And, oh, like, this is happening to me and I, this is the worst thing in the world. It's not. it's going to be bad for a while. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. Um, so that's one big thing is, and I, I still tell myself that all the time, especially, like I said, like mentally I'm not in the best place. So I always tell myself, this is right now, and it's going to mm-hmm. get better. And mm-hmm. I just keep, even though, like, I'm not 100% happy, I know that eventually I will be, and so that's what I work towards. That's, that, that's such good advice, and I think the same thing. Like, I, I tell you all the time, it's temporary. Like, it's not going to be like this forever, yeah. and I know you know it, yeah. but it's just... It's, it's nice to hear it. Yeah, because it's... Even being 26, like, yeah. we're in our 20s. Like, when, we joke that we're getting older, but we're literally still so young, like... And this, this like, being in your 20s is one of the most confusing, but yeah. most eye-opening years of our lives. Yeah. Like... Who we were at 24, we're not yeah, today at yeah. 26. Even 25 us yeah. is not 26 us. Exactly. We're, we're learning and we're evolving every day. Yeah. And I feel like that's just the definition of being in your 20s. Yeah. And, and just the definition of life. Like I, my mom always says her 30s were her best 
ears. I've heard that. I joke because that's when she had me and my brother. And I'm like, of course they were your best. No, I've heard like your 30s are like your peak years. Yeah. So that's what I am looking forward to. You know, like 26 isn't the happiest. 27 won't also be the happiest. Um, But I just keep telling myself, again, it's temporary. And not that, like, I'm putting everything into my 30s, and if 30 sucks, then it's downhill, you know? But, I mean, it's, it's, that's life. Anyways, um, also, this is a real big one to 17-year-old me. He doesn't love you. <laughs> um, I can attest to that one. Some people. But it's, it goes to me, too. Yeah. <laughs> some people end up with their high school sweethearts, and I'm so happy for you. I'm so glad that that, and, like, truly. Yeah, no, I'm seriously. so, so glad that worked out for you and that you found your one so early in life. But, baby, this man does not love you. Does not. And for me, the loop doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> the loop doesn't exist, sis. Break up with him. Well, I did at 17. But... You did at 17. I didn't. That took me a minute. Um, yeah, it's... There's, there's no way that man knows what love is. You don't know what love is. Mm-hmm. So to think that you are with your person at 17, you're not. And again, for those slim few that do, more power to you. I'm jealous. But it ain't for me, sis. It, no, and it's it's a harsh reality um, that you don't want to admit and that you don't understand at 17, but... Because you think that that boy is oh, your whole man. world. I made life plans. I know you I did. I made life plans. All for it to be like literally the rug snatched from underneath me. As soon as we graduated or shortly after. Right before graduation. And then again after. Um, that's, God, that's a story for another day that I probably actually won't share with any of you. He's not worth it. Um, and whatever. I'm Wherever he's at in his life, happy for him. I don't hold ill will towards him because again this boy was also 17 18 he didn't know what love was I didn't know what love was I'm a giver I'm an emotional person so I gave everything where I can't especially at 17 expect that back from somebody and that is an amazing point because I was just about to say that expecting a life choice such as big as like continuing your life with someone after graduation is not it's like partly selfish and partly stupid 100%. you can't expect a 17 or an 18 year old boy or even a girl yeah. to make that big of a decision yeah when they just graduated high school they don't even know what life is no we're still in high school like yes. well we're not because we graduated but we just graduated yeah. high school yeah and it's it, you can't expect that from somebody as much of an adult you think you are at 17 you're, you're living not. under your parents roof where they're making the decisions for you and, and, and even if you are paying some bills, because after graduation, I started paying my dad an X amount a month because I was living there still. Um, you're not, pay, you're not paying bills, you know, <laughs> if you look at the cost of living, like, you know, and, and some people are, and I do acknowledge some people are forced to go into the world and be adults immediately. And that hits you really hard. It really does. But, um, but yeah, it's, I, and that's why I say I don't hold ill will towards him. Did he treat me poorly? Yeah. I hope he's grown and I hope he's learned. Um, but I, I don't blame him for not knowing what he was doing was, it was detrimental. And it was detrimental because that 
changed me as a person for quite a while um, and has taken me a, a good amount of years after that to um, trust myself again. And that's really what it came down to, was trying to trust myself again because <clears throat> so much trust was broken due to him. All the unrealistic expectations that you held. Yeah, and, and that's that's it too. It's like I, what he did was wrong and it hurt, yeah. but shame on me too for at 17 expecting this man to be a man I would want to marry. Right. Because, because this kid is still a child. Like, like, I just want everyone to think back and look. You're 17 or 18, whatever. We keep saying 17 because that's when we graduated right. high school. But 17, 18-year-old yeah. you, if you married the person that you were with, could you imagine your life right now? Or if you did, <laughs> or if you did, how, how, yeah. how different is it? Yeah. Because it's, it's not, no. if you're still with them, it's not how it was when you no. were 17 or 18. Yeah. Um, and so my next one kind of ties into that too is give just less of your effort uh, that isn't being matched. And I it's still advice that's timeless to me. Um, yes. And again, I you know I'll, I'll circle back to don't expect the world from a seventeen year old guy, you know, um, or or a seventeen year old girl because there are guys that are super mo- emotionally invested at that age too. Um, but it is okay to acknowledge that you care deeply for somebody and it's not being matched back to you because that's just life and that happens when you're dating. And so it is okay to acknowledge, understand, and not allow unmatched energy to be in your life. Period. We are better. (laughs) We are better. Who runs the world? Girls. Period. All right. And then, sorry, my last one. Go ahead and get good with money. Get good with money, because that's lifelong, honey. Oh, get good with money is a good one, because in high school, I was working at the good old Arby's. (laughs) Um, So I would definitely, like, those little $250 paychecks, yeah, they might not look like a lot now, but um, save. Save your money. Don't be stupid with credit cards. Even though when I turned 18 and I I told my dad, I said, I want to get a credit card. He said, that's a good idea, but let me tell you about credit. Mm-hmm. Don't spend it all. No, what am, mm-hmm. what am I dumbass going to do? Spend it all. And remember <laughs> when we went to Florida? Yeah. You got a new credit card. Yeah. Or no, you got a loan. Oh, God. For, yeah, you got a, like a small loan just for the beach. Just yeah. because we were young and didn't have money. Yeah. Because we were bad at it. Yeah. And I increased my credit card limit <laughs> for that trip. <laughs> like, we were horrible. And also, the bank does this sneaky thing to you when you're doing good at it. They increase your limit for you. (laughs) I remember one time I had, like, a Capital One, like, it was, like, a $200 limit because I had no credit. So, all of a sudden, I log into my app, and my limit is, like, (laughs) $2,300. And I said, like, I immediately Googled, is this real? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Did I get scammed? Yeah, no, just get good at money because it's a lifelong thing. It really is. And the sooner you can get better at it, the easier it's going to be. Because, you know, that's a big reason why Joe and I didn't buy a house immediately. Oh, really? It's because my credit wasn't awful, but it wasn't yeah. great. And yeah. he had no credit because oh, he yeah. Yeah. he never learned about credit like yeah. at all. And so that was a, a big reason was I never wanted to buy a house because I never yeah. wanted to plant roots. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we we had to figure out money and yeah. figure out how to be better at it. Yeah. And we're, I'm still struggling because I just, I treat myself way too much. <laughs> I definitely 
I, and that's what's complicated is like, I do know how to deal with my money, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, no. I tell Joe all the time, like, we're both bad with money, but I'm the more responsible one. But yeah. still, like, I am not responsible. I'm good with money, but I'm not good with money. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can be responsible, yeah. but. Oh, yeah. <sighs> no, like, in, in my, um, like, last relationship, um, I was the responsible. Like, he was very good with money, and I will not downplay him at all. He helped me build my credit back up. Um, but I was the responsible one. I would have monitors because we had a same bank account. I would have monitors on our account for when it got to a certain level. Mm-hmm. I paid the bills for us. Um, not like my money, but like I was really, I mean, partly my money, but I was responsible for getting those bills paid and things like that. So I was very, and like putting money into savings. I was very responsible then when it's just my money for some reason, like when it's not our money, it's my money. I just act like I'm a bajillionaire and I need to stop. I need to be stopped. Recently, Joe and I started doing this thing where um, we'll pay the bills for the week or if we have any bills that week that we'll pay them. And then I will transfer everything into savings except yeah. for like two or $300 yeah. and we will just live off that for the week. So Cause nice. I've even told you like, I, I yeah. spent too much money this week. Yeah. I can't do that this yeah. week. <laughs> No, but so it's nice. it helps because yeah. you log into your bank account and yeah, it might say like, I have twenty dollars, but yeah. I don't have twenty dollars. Right. No. And one thing that I found was really helpful for me, and I'm about to start doing it again. Um, I have a savings account separate from my checking account, like in a different bank. So do we. So that way, it's not when I log into my app to see what's in my debit account. I, and it's not seeing my savings, and it's not as easy as, oh, I'm just going to transfer so that I have money. And I'm about to start doing that again because I used to do it previously. Same. We have the same thing. We have a separate checking account or savings account that just gets money deposited into a weekly, yeah. like a weekly occurrence. And then the one that's connected to our checking account is just like a, if we need extra money, it's there. Uh-huh. But, okay, so now we, we did tell your past self, or we did future, how are you, like whatever, or no, we did. We did present self present to, to past. past. Now we're going to do future. To so present. I'm going to ask you, what do you think your 45-year-old self is going to say to you? <laughs> um, some, some things actually still pretty similar. Um, just to, to remain self-focused and not, and I don't mean selfish, but just keep on track for you. Don't lose yourself in something, whether that be a relationship, a job, parenthood, you know, don't lose yourself. Stay self-focused and because that, you can't be good to anybody if you're not good to yourself. Um, and then also to just be easier on yourself. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a big one that I still struggle with. I literally just looked at you and said I'm having a really bad self-esteem day. Um, and, and you responded back having a bad self-esteem week. And it's normal. And yeah. that's so normal. And it's really easy to get caught up in um, the looks of it all. And one thing that it, I have, have always, especially recently, prided myself on um, is I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not to say that in a really condescending no, way. No, because I said that last, on the last episode. Yeah. Like, I, am, I know I'm a good person. Yeah, I, I know I'm a good person. I know that I have a lot to give to anybody that's a part of my life, not just a relationship. Um, and I just have to keep that in mind that I'm not always going to be happy with how I look because your body as a human, 
fluctuates. Oh, yeah. um, like it doesn't matter if I am at a weight that I want to be at or whatever. I'm going to have a bad hair day or I'm going to have a breakout or I'm going to have stretch marks. I mean, like it's just one of those things like it, it's skin and it's body composition. Mm -hmm. And while you can do things to care for yourself and be in better health, which once I finally got that mentality that I wanted to be healthier for myself. It's just about being healthy. Yeah. Once I wanted to be healthier for myself, God, my love and my happiness grew. And that's where even though I'm having a current bad self-esteem day, it's just day. 99% of the time I have bad bitch energy because I'm so happy with where I'm at. Period. And <laughs> um, I will say that actually ties into what I was going to say because – when I'm 45, I'll probably still have a child in my house. Because, like, okay, say I get pregnant next year, 27. Uh-huh. 18 years. What's that? I'm not going to do the math. Seven, five, 45. So, yeah, I'll be 45 when they're just turning 18. And that's even if, God willing, I'm pregnant next year. Yeah. But don't emphasize your weight so much in front of mm-hmm. your kids, especially mm-hmm. if you have a daughter. Yes. Especially because I was just telling you this week, I don't know what – symptom of what eating disorder I have, but I have to weigh myself every yeah. day. And yeah. that's just just going back to when I, I did gain weight. I gained a lot of weight. I was unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not, or now I, I am healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I obsess over my weight just because I will, I refuse to get back to that point. Yeah. But don't, don't do it so much that your daughter starts catching on. Mm-hmm. And um, also you're, you're a good parent. Like you're mm-hmm. going to be good. Uh, Cause yeah. If anyone who knows me knows that I'm so worried yeah. about being a bad parent just because I never had that instinct. Yeah. But I think I'm pretty sure, like, I know I'm going to be a good parent. Yeah. And I just want yeah. my – I hope that when I'm 45, I can look back and be like, you. what, what were you worried about? Like, you're yeah. a good parent. Yeah. So that's one thing that I would hope that I would say to myself. Yeah. Well, and, and like you just said really quickly, anyone that knows you knows that's your fear but also reminds you we know that you're going to be a good parent. And we were just talking about this not too long ago where you're a good parent as long as you are doing the best that you can. Oh, yeah. Regardless of what that looks like, as long as you are doing the best that you can for your child, that makes you a good parent. Mm -hmm. And so I know, because I know you, I know that you are going to do absolutely everything you can for your child. While still, like, teaching them life lessons and not just handing them things. But I do know that you are going I, – I know. I, and even though you've never had this instinct and you never expressed a desire for kids the way that I have, I've always known you're going to be a good mom. And I think that just shines through with how you are with your um, nieces and nephews. You just – you shine. You thrive. And it's, and it's only going to come that much more natural to you um, when you have kids, even though you don't have that instinct now. I do 100% think that's going to click and, and, and snap on when you're pregnant. And it also um, just, ew, I'm being like super sappy this episode. <laughs> My, I know Joe's going to be the most amazing father. Yeah. And just, he, he has such dad energy anyway. Yeah. Him with his little iPad <laughs> in the airport. So I just, I know watching him be a parent is going to always make me want to be better because yeah. that man is going to be literally the light of our children's lives. And yeah. It'll, he's, he's just, he always makes me want to be better. Ugh, I'm getting off my sap post. Um, also, I think one last thing that my 45-year-old self would tell me is you lived your life. And mm-hmm. you, like I, even to this day, present, I don't regret anything because yeah. 
Yeah. I either learned from it or I grew from it. Yep. And I think that that's, I don't live my life with regrets. Yeah. I never have. And it's yeah. just like, it is what it is. I did what I did or, or I said what I said yeah. and I either learned from it or I grew from it. Yeah. And I think that I'm going to look back at 45 and be like, you truly did live your life yeah. and you have all these memories and experiences that you have nothing that you think you missed out on. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I, I don't regret, I don't regret decisions either. I am a dweller. So I sit on things a lot and, and rethink and redo and replay. Um, but that is more of a coping mechanism for me so that I learn and so that I grow. And, um, and so, yeah, so I think I, it's the same thing. I don't regret anything that I've ever done. Um, would I go back and do things slightly differently? Yeah, just probably more words than actions. I'd probably still do all the same actions again, um, but it's say things differently, handle things differently, things like that. But no, I don't, and that's if I had, like, a time machine. I, but otherwise, yeah. I don't regret anything. Um, and then one, one last one that I think is, again, a timeless piece is just make your own happiness don't put it in other people. It's okay to um, to build those relationships and have happiness with people. But one thing that I've learned a lot is that, like I said before, you can't, um, and I can't remember the exact wording that I use now, but like you can't be a good person if you're not good to yourself and you can't, you know, like be there for somebody if you're not there for yourself. And that's, a, you know, like I said, I, I would say that to my 17-year-old self now and I think my 45-year-old self would tell me again, like, continue to make your own happiness and be happy with who you are, where you're at. And, and then the rest will come to you. And I can attest to her saying that because this is another thing that like we just were different on because I've always been so sure and so content with just being myself, but watching you like since you've moved back and how you've grown to just learn how to just do things yourself, be happy with yourself Mm -hmm. It's, it's been amazing because this is all I've ever wanted for you because yeah. I never understood it yeah. because it's just like, just be okay. Like <laughs> you're enough for yourself. Yeah, like yeah. just show up for yourself. But like, no, I definitely, your 45 year old self is going to look at, yeah. or you're going to look back at 45 and be like, I did, I yeah. chose myself yep. and I'm so glad that I'm glad you're doing it now yeah. while you're single and, yeah. and figuring out this new period of your life yeah. before you get with somebody oh, or you same. have kids or whatever. Yeah. I, well, I, and I proved that I did with somebody and and had a marriage um but I was so lost and so unhappy singularly like not just in the marriage but I wasn't happy with myself and I wasn't happy with where I was at and I didn't know that at the time it took being uh, separated from that to realize that and um and I even think like so it's been two like like almost two and a half years or so like right at two years since I've moved back And so I think you've seen a lot of growth. The first year was a lot of you just telling me like, you are worth it. And like, you don't have to feel this way and you don't have to act this way. Um, And it took about a year for me to finally realize like, oh, she's right. Like, (laughs) I am so worth it. And Mm I, I am, I, I, like, I'm, I'm worth loving myself. And that's the biggest thing is I am worth loving myself regardless of who else loves me. Um, I am worth loving myself and that has been a beautiful thing and that has helped me tremendously oh yeah even though I've taken a break from dating um has before I did decide to do that has helped me get through things that usually would have torn me down oh yeah because I realized 
I don't deserve to be treated that way. I don't deserve Period. to be talked to that way. I don't deserve to go through this. Period. And those situations before would have taken me down and would have changed me mentally and emotionally. And even though they still hurt, you know, like, and that's human, I've rebounded back from them really fast to where I never would have before. And I, that's one thing that I'll always end up appreciating about, appreciating about my mid to late 20s is the growth that I'm having and will continue to have. Because who runs the world? Girls. Okay. <laughs> so on a lighter note and just some humor, I came across this TikTok of a Southern, a Southern person asking a Northern person to understand like these phrases or whatever. So we are going to incorporate <laughs> that because there are some things like, some people say up under. Uh-huh. I say that. And I, it makes no sense. I you know. can't be up and under something at I the know. same time. So I literally looked at someone at work and I was like, what? Yeah. Up under? Uh-huh. And they kind of just looked at me crazy and I was like, it's just under. It's not up under. <laughs> yeah. Or I have a funny story before we get in. When I first moved down here, I was reading a book in math class because as, as we know now, <laughs> I am not the best at math. But when I first moved down here, the stuff that we were doing in eighth grade uh-huh. down here, I had already done in, uh-huh. like, sixth grade. Uh-huh. And I was fresh on my brain. Yeah. So I was done with my work super early. So I just pulled out a book because I didn't have any friends. Nobody liked me <laughs> because of someone. <laughs> someone started a heinous rumor about me when I first moved down here. I knew no one. She who shall not be named because not worth it. She's not worth it, but she created a rumor that made everyone hate me when I first moved here. But anyways, so I just started reading my book, and my teacher said, Melissa, put your book up. And I I just, like, I said, what? (laughs) Did you lift it in the air? (laughs) I said, what? And she goes, Melissa, put your book up. So I literally, sitting at my desk, put my book in the air. (laughs) And I got in trouble. Yes, I understand. And... And I and sh- I had to stay after class, and she was like, Melissa, don't you ever disrespect me like that again. And I was like, what are you talking about? I did what you asked me to do. And so once I figured out what she meant, I, no said, I said, I apologize, but I am from – that we don't say that where I'm from. I just moved down here. I don't know anything. Yeah. You tell me to put my book up. I'm going to take you in the literal sense and put my book in the air. Yeah. So here's the game. <laughs> um, yeah, I also say put that up and up under. It's up under the sink. And I mean, no sense. and it's, I, I, it's such a, is that an oxymoron? Is I that don't know. I don't know. It's yeah, I think it is. I, it's an oxy, it yeah, they contradict each other. Um, and I don't say it other time, all, like, all the time. Sometimes I'll say it's under the sink or, you know, whatever, but I'm like, it's up under. You're like, yeah, it, it, it just kind of flows. It just it's flows. a southern yeah, I mean, I understand, but okay. I don't understand. Um, so here are just a few, and then I'm, am I mistaken? Are we going to do northern to southern yeah, too? Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll say So it here are a few southern phrases that we're going to see if Melissa knows. Um, she was madder than a wet hen. <laughs> I'm going to assume it means she's mad. Yeah, yeah. Wet hens don't like being wet. I um, wouldn't know that. <laughs> yeah, and like, it just like, yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, yeah, I think you know this one. Bless your heart. Okay. So controversial. I don't take that in the sense of how Southern, some Southern people say it's like endearing. Some others, it's it's an F you. Yeah. I take it as an F you. Like, yeah. don't, don't bless my heart. Just tell me F you. Yeah. It is all about how you say it. Or I guess in the situation. And in the context. It. Yeah. 
So if you're saying, you know, like, well, you know, her husband left her and her mama just died and she's, she's unemployed. You're like, oh, bless her heart. Like, oh my goodness. Now, if you're saying this girl who's walking in here acting like she's high fashion and she's not, you're like, bless your heart. Mm. You know, like it's all about how you say it and in the context you say it. I don't like it. <laughs> um, okay, if the creek don't rise. I don't know <laughs> if the creek don't rise. We're not getting our water? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no. It's like, um, like I'll, yeah, I'll be there. Like, if the creek don't rise. Like, if, if something doesn't come up, if something doesn't happen, like, I'll, yeah, if the creek don't rise. But why can't you just say if nothing comes up? Well, because it's, it's old Southern, like, where they used to have to cross creeks and stuff like that. And so they couldn't if the creek rose. Okay, Little House on the Prairie. Next one. <laughs> I'm fixing to. That's just, I'm about to. Yeah, like, I'm fixing to. It makes no sense and sounds dumb. Okay. You're disrespectful. Um, she's pretty as a peach. I'm just good. She's really pretty. But also young. Like, she's also, she, you, you don't say that to an older person. You say that to a young person who has very, like, soft... You know, like you have, like, the peach fuzz on your oh, face. Okay. So you say it to a young, she's pretty as a peach. Like, you'll say it to, like, a, a little girl or, like, a, a very young girl. If you wouldn't say it to an older woman. Sounds pedophilic, but okay. okay. <laughs> that dog won't hunt. So we had previously done this game yeah. when I was completely blackout. And <laughs> I don't remember my answers, and that's why we're doing it again. Yeah. But I remember you asking me this, uh-huh. and I just, the dog won't hunt, um, Uh, I'm trying to think of, it won't do its job. The dog is not going to do its job. <laughs> You're t- taking it too literally. You take a lot of, you take all of the Southern phrases too literally. Yeah, And they're, they're not, they're all very broad. Um, it's like, you know something's not going to work out. Like someone has an idea and it's not going to work. That dog won't hunt. You're, because mm. like, because it's, it, again, it comes from an older thing where it's like, a dog is is stupid or something like that, and it won't do it. But it it becomes a broad sentence where you're like, that dog won't hunt. I see the like the, I see like the logic behind all these, mm-hmm. but I just don't understand why we can't just use the literal sentence for it. Just it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's why are we using the dog won't hunt? Why are we using metaphors? Because southern people like to flow their words and and not be as direct. Um, <laughs> and we like to be direct. Worn slap out. That just means you're tired. Like, I know that. <laughs> Exhausted. Um, so here, I'm going to give you both at the same time because they're two of my favorites. Um, so this one is, I'm sweating more than a hooker in church, and it's as cold as a witch's titty in a brass bra. Okay. <laughs> it's the cold as the witch's titty. It just, it, it gives it away. It's too cold. It freezes. It's cold. Yeah. But what was the first one? I'm sweating more than a hooker in church. So a hooker in church wouldn't feel comfortable. So you're it's you're sweating so much because you're uncomfortable. Or you're uncomfortable because you're sweating so much. Or because it's so hot. It's uncomfortably hot. It's so hot gotcha. that you are sweating more than a hooker in church. Like it's, yeah. So both are just like exaggerations of how cold it is. Which in Boston, I did use. It's colder than a witch's titty in a brass bra. <laughs> and I 100% looked at her like, what are you saying? But... All right, so here we go. So that was Southern to Northerners and Northern to Southern coming this way. I couldn't really think of, like, any phrases because I don't 
I, I'm sure there are some, but I don't, like, I have a couple, but there's not, like, a lot. Yeah. It's just kind of, like, how we say things. Mm-hmm. So, the first one you witnessed when, last, like, Sunday or two <laughs> Sundays ago when I, I kept saying Busta Yui. Yeah. Um, I, I, I always say Busta Yui, but... And to, like, to me, that just sounds like you're um, joking when you say it because it's, like, make a U-turn. Um, and it's usually make a U-turn. Like, make a U-turn up here. Um, sometimes I'll say bust a U-E, but I mean it more in, like, a joking way, like, bust a U-E up here. Like, I don't. That's not the actual phrase. That make a U-turn is usually what it is. No, I'm 100% always <laughs> saying, like, it's, I don't say U-turn. I say U-E or, like, make this U-E or bust a U-E. So that's just one. Um, do you know what a package store is? I'm sure you do. But like a like a liquor store, but like they also sell like cigarettes and stuff too. Like it's a co- contraband, so to speak. I, I guess. But like we just we just call them package stores up there. Yeah. They're not liquor stores. They're yeah. not. So. Well, that's one thing that we discovered more so when you moved down here, and then also like when Joe went back north with you is like in gas stations and Walmarts in the South, you can buy alcohol. You can't mm-hmm. do that in the North. They you have can't. package stores yeah. and that's where you buy it. Absolutely. They actually have drive through ones too where you can literally drive through and tell them what you want. They have those in Texas and that was trouble. So um, here's some words. <laughs> I You probably know because you've just been around me, yeah. but regat. Oh, uh, ricotta. Yeah, for, so ricotta cheese, we call it regat. <laughs> uh, Brigitte. Prosciutto, right? No. Or no, oh, prosciutto. It's yeah, the, it's the meat on yeah. charcuchis. It's yeah. a prosciutto. No. Yeah, prosciutto. Yeah, but we call it prosciutto. Oh, okay, I was thinking of bruschetta. Yeah, no, no, that, okay. that's bruschetta, but yeah. we we say prosciutto. Yeah, for prosciutto. prosciutto. Um, <laughs> what do you call the things that you put your groceries in? Uh, oh, like the thing you push them in. Well, yeah, or like or what? What do you put your groceries in at the grocery store? Ooh. While you're still shopping, I usually say a cart. I say carriage. It's a cart or a buggy. But I have gotten Joe to say carriage now, so he'll... Stop. He's a scared. <laughs> he says it. He says it. Um, okay, here's here's a phrase. Don't be a cavone. A cavone? Cavone. Don't be a cavone. Like, don't... Don't be a coward? No. It's... Don't overeat. You're being a cavone. What does cavone mean? Uh, I would have to ask my dad. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. That's like, um, like I'm full as a tick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you, you a cavone? You being a cavone? Okay, you eat okay, too much. Okay. Uh, here's one that we, when you were with the person I don't like, who's also from the same area that uh-huh. I was from, mm-hmm. he acted like he didn't know what this was. I knew he did. He was just being stupid. Um, going to the city. What do, you, what do you think that means for someone who lives in the Northeast going to the city? Like New York? Yes. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, so we just refer to New York City as right. the city because everything's so close. Yeah, I mean, you could literally take a train ride. Like, we've talked yeah. about that. Yeah. So, like, it, that's close. We're, like, obviously where we're at now, going to the city is Atlanta because mm-hmm. that's our major city. But we, don't, we but, don't say going to the city. We say yeah, going, going to, to Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. But, like, you wouldn't say that if you were living in, like, Alabama going to Atlanta wouldn't be going to the city because it's, no. it's not that close. Yeah, so no, just like, I, I, I don't know if it's everywhere up north, but New Those York City, yeah. New York City was always just, we're going to the city. Okay. Um, so that's, I'm sure there's more, but that's yeah. all that I could think of. Uh, don't be a cavone was, was really funny. You should have seen Kelsey's face when I said <laughs> I was puzzled. 
I was puzzled. I had no clue. You just got to be around my dad, like, the whole time. Oh, like, okay. for, like, hours. Making Tic Tacs. <laughs> my dad. Shout out to Mike. He calls them Tic Tacs. All right. So this is one of your faves, and we're going to throw this in. What is the most Enneagram thing you did this week? I have two. Okay. Um, so my boss went on vacation. So, again, Enneagram type 8. My boss was on vacation, so naturally I just took the lead. Like, <laughs> I stepped up as a supervisor. No one asked me to. No one needed it. We all, but I was like, do you have something to do? Do you have something to do? You got something to do? Like, just naturally. I'm crying. I'm crying because I know that's so hurt. Like, she's like, no one asked me to. <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway because this, this department needs structure. Can I tell you the least? I'll save my next one for the next episode. <laughs> She's actually crying. Like, tears are falling. I just know you so well. So, like, I just see it. Like, I see, even though, even though it's been years and we've never worked in an office setting together, I know you. So, like, the fact that you're like, no one asked me to, I know that's factual. <laughs> but yet, here you are. Here I am. What You got something to do. You need something to do. Why don't you go do this? Okay. So, um... I did it something that's the opposite of my Instagram this week. Okay. So I got some good news at work. I can't. Yeah. I can't speak on it, but I yeah yeah I got some good news at work. I hugged my boss. I like Melissa. literally hugged my oh boss, my and I I held. I was like, thank you. <laughs> so you want to tell 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 tell? I don't know. I don't know what the phrase is. You want to know Melissa's drunk? She hugs you. We have several pictures where, like, I'm hugging on Kelsey. And, and I swear to God, none of them, even though I'm such a hugger, none of them are, like, my idea. They're all like, come here. And she hugs me. And she's like, take a picture. And I'm like, oh, my God, yes, let's take this. <laughs> it's like, so every other day when she, like, leaves my house, I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> I will say, but in, in Melissa's way, she watches me walk to my car, get in my car, and close my door. Like she's, yeah. she makes as soon sure as you close your door, that's when I close yeah, my door. She makes sure that I'm, I get to my car safe, even though like it's literally in her driveway. I'm not going far, <laughs> but that's, that's her care. That's, you know, so she's not, and I mean, like we say love you, but you know, like, it's not like, I love you so much. I'm like, hey, bye. I love you. Like it's, yeah, you know, it's, it also just goes back. I don't love hard. Yeah. I don't love loud. Loud. You don't love loud. You love, you love hard. You don't love loud. Yeah. Okay. So what was your most Instagram? Um, probably because I'm such a giver. I, <laughs> I treated my mom to like a her day. Oh, so yeah, I took yeah, her yeah. to the doctor on Wednesday. Everything was fine as I figured it probably would be, yeah. but I was very happy for her to have that reassurance. Um, but then I took her to, <laughs> to one of her favorite restaurants, Golden Corral, <laughs> 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 which I hate. I'm useless at uh, buffets because I cannot eat that much. It's like, I don't. I, I never think that I'm a picky eater until I go to a buffet, and I'm it like, has, I don't want that. I no, don't want that. It, and that thing is, like it, I, even though I didn't, I was very picky this time, and I really didn't want to eat a lot, a lot of it. I just cannot eat that much. I will fix my plate with my eyes and be so full before I get to the end. There of it. she goes. I will fix my plate. Now I will get my plate. <laughs> um. So we went to, to Golden, which. Keep in mind, I suggested Japanese food first, <laughs> we ended up at Golden Corral, which, bless her heart, she, bless her heart, she, she said, if I really wanted Japanese, we could go there instead, but it was her day, so she we wanted, did. She wanted to be a cavon. <laughs> she wanted to be a cavon. She does love Golden Corral. Um, we went to Golden Corral, and then afterwards, we went and got um, pedicures done. I treated her to that as well. So just like a very giving thing, even though it was 
nothing super medically was pressing and I wasn't concerned about getting bad news, but because she did get all She was cl- stressed out all She was very stressed yeah. about it. And because she did get good news, all clear, I treated to a, treated her to her day. That is definitely an Enneagram <laughs> type too, but we're so glad. Tam Tam, we love you. Love I love it. you, Tam Tam. Love it. If, I know you're listening, so I love, I love you. <laughs> but um, my speaking of Golden Corral, my pop pop loved Golden I feel Corral. It. I feel that every single time I he do. came down here, he would always want to go to Golden Corral, yeah. and like my grandma didn't like it. Yeah. My mom and no. dad don't like. My dad loves it because my dad's a cavon. But yeah, honestly, that is that energy, one hundred percent. Yeah, he loves it until they got one in Connecticut, and then he he used to go <laughs> all the time. Much. And now they don't they don't like it. <laughs> or like they're just like, oh, it's okay. He's had it too much. He's like, mm, okay. It's not a novel. I got anymore. my fix. <laughs> I don't have to wait until I come down to Georgia anymore. <laughs> All right. So um I guess it's time for Ick of the Week. Uh, yeah, this week. Do you have you have one, a couple, a lot? Uh, um, I, oh, I got a couple. Okay. All right. So I <laughs> I was telling Melissa this story earlier this week. <laughs> I had attempted to, <laughs> to resurrect my dating life. Um, and, you know, it's the 21st century. We use dating apps. Mm-hmm. And which, first of all, and I, this man will never find this podcast. Good. But, oh, not this one. But my gym crush, if you stumble. Across. Stumble across stumble this. stumble across stable, but not. You're hot. You're <laughs> so hot. And I am working up the courage to talk to you. And it's, she's two mimosas in. <laughs> three mimosas in. Oh, three? Yeah. But it, he's so good looking. And I'm working up. I'm, And that's the thing, too. Is like, I'm such a shy person, even though I'm not shy. No, when you first meet people, you are. I can yeah, see that. Yeah. Like, well, you are, but you aren't. Like, people you're interested in. Yes. Yeah. That's the big thing. People I'm interested in. I'm, I am so chicken to make the first move until I just I do it. That. Um, and it's harder because I don't know this man's name. Um, and every now and then he comes in with a girl who I do not think is his girlfriend. I've studied this enough that I don't think it's his girlfriend, but he's so good looking. I'm pulling some Joe on you type stuff. I know, but like, I don't make it obvious. There you are. You. (laughs) I promise I don't make it obvious because I'm too nervous about being caught. Anyways. I think you should just do it. Go for it. I almost did Friday. And he disappeared on me. He left. I he I think he did a cardio day. And so I saw him doing cardio, but he was in a different – he was, like, upstairs and I wasn't. Um, and he came down to the main level and did, like, some push-ups and some pull-ups. And then I went to a machine, and I think he left. But I was going to. So I'm – Good. It's good. building. You're working up the courage. You're working up the courage. <laughs> Anyways, so I re-downloaded my dating apps. I matched with this man and decided – he asked me out to dinner and I decided to go. Uh, that was the first mistake. <laughs> I was saying yes. He was a little bit older than me. The about- first mistake, the first mistake was the city you went to to go to dinner with this man. Which he cannot help. He was in Georgia for work, but he is moving to Georgia. Anyways, um so we meet at this restaurant and he I'm I was not late. I showed up a minute early. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> but um I, so he was at, he'd gotten there a few minutes before I did. He was, or like 10 or so minutes before I did. He was at the bar waiting for our table. So I walk up to the bar and immediately 
I can tell that his pictures are not new pictures. Keep in mind, I said he's a little bit older than me. Mm. So these pictures. We got a little silver fox going on. I wish. I could probably go for a silver fox. This was not that. He he, he looked he looked weathered. He has lived some life. <laughs> he has lived some life. And I don't get me wrong by any means. I love me some older men. You know, like like that TikTok. Like I'm at that stage I where I could you. date you or your dad. You know? Like, I can see you, yeah. I could so date I an older so man. I could so seeing you getting with an older man. I could date an older man. An older man without kids for my preference, please. Or an older man with kids that is fine with having more. Because you have to have want, want more kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so anyways... Um, but he wasn't ugly, you know, like definitely he picked the good pictures of himself, but I was like, oh, okay. That's what we're working with. Got it. Anyways, continue. He had had one drink already. He ordered, he asked if I wanted a drink, so I ordered a drink. He ordered the second. Cool. No biggie. Like I said, I'm three mimosas in right now. Um, and I'll skip all the date details, but he was just very uncourteous to service industry people, Mm. which I don't like because. That's That's a big ick. It's a big ick. Because I have been service industry. Well, and then also, it's just like, that just shows that you're just not nice to people. You're just not nice to people in general. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, this this person's, this is this their job. And you wouldn't walk into BMW and talk to somebody like that. Exactly. So why do you think you can talk to a server like that? Or if you do talk to somebody like that in BMW, I, I still don't like you. Yeah. Um, so he was pretty uncourteous to service industry people. And that was already like, oh, my God. So while he um, proceeded to order us dinner. I don't like that. <laughs> I, I don't like that because, again, reoccurring theme, who runs the world? Girls. Don't order my shit. Like, don't do it. No, and I will give the slight, slight benefit of the fact that he did make sure I was okay with what he was ordering, but I still didn't like the implication of he was going to order this and we were going to share this. I don't like the energy it brings. It's, it's Sincerely. It's very yeah. um, masculine. Very, very a woman is supposed to be seen and not heard type energy, and I don't like it. And that's neither of our energies. We're, no. we're big women. We it's, have big personalities. And it's also 2022. If I look at Joe at a restaurant and I joke, and I'm like, you should order for me and see what the server does. Like, as a joke. And then make yeah. it known that it's a joke to the server. But don't do it, like, And I'm not, I'm not kidding where half the time, because this is my maternal instinct, I'll order for you. Yeah. Like, you know, like, no, like, you I do, will, you do. Yeah. She'll be like, we'll have this, like, we'll have yeah. a picture of margaritas yeah. or whatever. Because it's, because that's my maternal yeah. instinct. Or but like as a my, man? Yeah. And, and that's, I know that seems so double standard, but it's like, know your place. You know, it's just like, I didn't like the implication that we were um, sharing an entree, sharing sides. Are you fine with this? It was it was like he had decided and was just making sure I was okay with it. And that was a little ick. And that's again, it's a very women should be seen and not hurt type energy, and Uh I'm not here for it. Oh, but it gets better. Um, so uh, over the course of dinner, he so keep in mind, he'd already had one at the bar, ordered a second at the bar. By the time we sit, he continues to order three, four, and five, maybe even six. And then after we had finished dinner, he had ordered seven and eight. Mm-mm. So this man, if over the course of less less than three hours, had eight drinks. eight drinks. And he was trashed. And I could tell. I could tell he was trashed. And it's not even like, you can be a lightweight. That's fine. Know that. And I'm not calling this man a lightweight because he was a bigger man. 
but it's like eight drinks on the first date, red flag. Not even just ick, red flag. And also, like, I, I'm not going to judge anyone's drinking habits because, <laughs> I mean, hello. But it's also, like you said, it's a red flag. Like, you're letting that show on the first date, so you don't even have the, you don't even have the self-control to control it. Thank you. Thank I don't, you. that's not, that's past nervousness for a first date. Yes. That's like, that's just, that is your lifestyle. Yes. And you're trying to, like, you're just keeping it up. Like, yes. you, no shame yes. whatsoever. No. Yeah. Uh, can I just say that the only time we have ever been out in public together and have had eight drinks was Pont City Market. Oh my God. And that was a marathon of a day that was, oh, that was, <laughs> we'll talk about that in the next episode because that that's is a, a good, good the next that's episode we one. have planned is that that's a good topic. But yeah, that was yeah. a day and but like or a party. We have never drank that no. much outside like in a social setting where no. we've driven ourselves. No. The Because drunk driving is gross, don't do it. Totally. And that's we will get drunk at parties here at your house. That's fine. Because we're you at know, my house. At your house. We are staying here, we know that. And like even so we're heading to Charleston next month and even then, we, as a group, decided that we are going to stay closer to the city than to a beach so we can Uber. Yep. So we can make that because realistic. Don't be that disgusting person who yeah. affects someone else's life for the rest. In your own. Your own. Yes. Like, don't. Drunk driving is gross. Please yeah. don't do it. Like, just don't do it. Yeah. So, um, that was the biggest ick. It's just, like, eight drinks. And like Melissa said, you're past the point of, like, you're drinking because you're nervous. And also, like. I can understand, like, four if you're nervous. Yeah, I had three. I wasn't nervous, but this, I'm like, let's drown no, no, this. But, I'm like, <laughs> but see, like, yeah, to yeah. calm your nerves, I can right. understand, like, max four right. for a first date. Right. And also, and I'm not I'm not implying this by any means, but, like, who's to say he didn't have a drink or a shot before he came? Period. You know, I mean, it was just, and it's one of those things, like, like I said, I do have alcoholism in my family. So that's something that's very prevalent to me. It's, you're hyper aware. I'm so hyper aware of it. Yeah. So for someone, the very first time I'm meeting you, and it's not even a party. I've brought people to parties oh, before. Yeah. And if they're drinking a lot, cool, that's fine. We're at, we're at a, a party, party. And I have a house where you can stay. Yeah, but like, we're on a first date at a restaurant in public. No. Ick. Ick of the week. Okay. Well, it has come the time where Joey... Went, turned into Joe. <laughs> so, the one thing about me is I'm petty. <laughs> Big facts. I will take the petty way out all day, every day. <laughs> I, the, the one thing about me, I'm petty. <laughs> um, I can't emphasize that enough. So, Joe, typically, because he cooks dinner, he'll do the dishes. And <laughs> that then, is so backwards. <laughs> no, but I do all the laundry. So, like, Joe okay. does not do the laundry. Okay, okay. So, it, it's balanced itself out. But my one thing is, Joe, I will tell Joe. Because we only hang our shirts up in our closet. Uh-huh. And um, so, I tell Joe, when he grabs his shirts for the day or whatever, take your hangers and just, just put them on the ground. Just so, like, they're on the ground. I don't have to fish through your clothes okay, okay. to get a hanger. Yeah. This man does not do that. He will he will rip a shirt off a hanger like it's nobody's business. <laughs> like he is fighting for his life. So the hanger's like all <laughs> crazy or whatever. Like he's fighting for his life. <laughs> so I told him, I said, look, I'm not gonna keep asking you. You either take your hangers down or I'm not gonna hang your clothes up. Okay. <laughs> what does this man do? He this man 
love my husband to death, but he he pushes the limits. Oh, oh, oh I know. <laughs> I know. Joe is just as petty as I am. People don't understand that. Talk about two people that you sit there and you're like, I don't even know which side to take because both, both of y'all. Betty. Both of y'all. And I I am not a petty person. See, I am. I'm so reserved. And it's, and again, such role reversal. I'm so reserved now. Where I was reserved in <laughs> yes. high school. And now most like, I mean, most has always been like, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. But, but it is just tenfold now. <laughs> now it comes across in my behavior and it's just like, I, I'm going to be petty. Like, no matter what, I'm choosing the petty road out. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Toxic or not. <laughs> so, this man didn't listen to me. He didn't pull his hangers down. So, you know what I did? I laid all of his clothes out on the bed. Because our, our laundry room is upstairs. Thank God. So, <laughs> I laid his all his clothes out in the bed. You neatly. Did take a picture of this? I sure did. And I'm about to show you. And I'll even post it. I don't care. <laughs> Please do. So... I um I laid them all out neatly. They weren't wrinkled. Uh-huh. And I set them on the floor. They are in in I'll post this picture. Are they still there? Yes, they are. <laughs> Next to the hangers. Look at all the hangers. <laughs> because Did you take oh, oh, okay, but did you take those hangers down? I sure did. <laughs> so I took the hangers down, but I'm not about to hang your clothes up because I, it's not oh hard. Instead of ripping your shirt off the hanger, like, again, you are I, fighting yeah. for your life. Yeah. Just take the whole hanger off and then throw it on the ground. I do. That's what I do. I don't know why it's so hard yeah. for him. So that was when Joey turned into Joe. <laughs> no, I agree. My um, my closet has a top and bottom shelf. Yeah. And so I will, but I don't hang anything on the bottom shelf because I have my shoes tucked underneath and everything in my, like, laundry basket, so I will take my hangers off, and even if I just take the shirt off, I, I go back and take the hanger off mm-hmm. and put it on the underneath one, so no, I, I understand that pet peeve. So, yeah, that's, that's how <laughs> my husband, I love you so much, our anniversary is tomorrow, but you, you keep, you keep leaving these hangers, I'm not hanging, so you know what, I did laundry last night, guess, guess who didn't have any hangers? <laughs> he pulled them down. But I'm still not putting them up. You're putting uh, them on there. Stop. <laughs> and your anniversary is tomorrow. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right, guys. Well, we that, finished early. I know. We it will be a shorter episode than last week. Um, but okay. I'm sorry for maybe this is not coming. I feel like it's not bad audio, but we are currently in microphone gate. <laughs> Kelsey's We're, having a bad time with her microphones it. and connections. And so we are trying our best. We are not experts. So please keep in mind it'll it will get better. Yeah, it's the second podcast, guys, so we're working on it. The first one I ordered didn't work. The second I ordered doesn't plug in. Then I ordered a connection, and the connector doesn't work. So great. We're we're, we're working with it, but bear with us. It's only going to get better from here because we're only going to get better from here. I'm already better, baby. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It will get better, and trust me, if the audio sucked, we would not upload it. So we truly are trying. Just please just bear with us. Maybe episode four. Yeah, it should be episode four. I'm not even going to lie. We're recording episode three right after this. Yeah. Well, um, we're recording episode three because I'm going on a trip with my dad. Very excited. We're celebrating his big 7-0 birthday. I'm telling you, if, if you ever got the absolute chance or absolute privilege. blessing privilege to meet <laughs> Bruce. Yeah, an angel. You, he is, like you say, you say all the time, he's stoic. He is. Oh, he's so stoic. This man, I met him when I was 15. No, because I was 14 turned 15 in freshman year. No, you weren't. I was 13 turned 14. 
Yeah. Because okay. we were 17 when we graduated. So gotcha. We yeah. So I was like 13, 14 when I met this man. Yeah. And this man has such has been such a pivotal point in my life yeah. just from high school years to even now. Like, yeah. I love him. I wanted so bad to show him my house just yeah. because, like, he's known me since I was 13. He's so such it's just a like, homebody. And he, and he doesn't want to come, which is fine. I love him. But just, he, do, he does want to come. Um, I I feel like there was a lot going on when you invited no, us was, last. Um, so he, we will have a family dinner at Melissa's house, but my dad is very much a homebody and does not want to have to stay somewhere. He doesn't have to. So like, he literally wants to come have dinner and then leave. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's why we're recording episode three right after this, but I'm so excited for you and him I'm to so have excited, this moment yeah. and have this time because he's going to have such a blast. So usually where we would record, um, in between release dates, I will not be in town. So we're recording episode three today after this one. Which we're going to be a little tipsy. It's okay. It, the, but this, the good thing is, that goes with the what theme. episode three is. <laughs> oh, but, but anyways, no, we no. love you guys. We thank you for tuning in for episode two. We hope you enjoyed. Continue to let us know. Um, ask us questions. Share follow this, us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, Sable But Not Pod. Share this with people. Um, yes. We, wow, we're, I... I haven't looked at it today, but we're we, 68. 68. And I'm sorry, that might seem small, but it, I'm yeah, so proud of it us. It might seem, seem like Southern phrase here, small potatoes to other people. What? But, <laughs> but it's, we're a, we're two girls who don't broadcast. We don't have like huge followers. No, we don't broadcast this loudly. And we have reached Canada. So that yeah, was yeah. fun. There's a couple um, new states that we don't even. Yeah, like, people that we don't know in certain states. Um, so thank you guys for listening. We hope that we keep growing with this because we have such a blast doing it with mm-hmm. each other and then mm-hmm. sharing it with you guys. Because don't get me wrong, we have these talks all the time. But, but now sharing, sharing it, it is so much fun for us. So we love you guys. Thank you so much. Like, subscribe, rate, follow, all that good all, stuff. All of that. And then just even speaking on, we have like 50-something downloads in two days. Yeah. So It was huge to, so to take it was It was huge for us. But, yeah, we appreciate all of you. We love you. Uh, follow us on all of our socials. Follow Morrison Shop Co. Sorry. <laughs> Truly, because those glasses be popping. Humble brag. Um, <laughs> follow Morrison Shop Co. on TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Buy your cup. It's beer can glasses. They're trendy. We love you. We'll see you next week. Two, or in two, two weeks. weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye, guys. <laughs>